Yo, the Hey My Man podcast. This is Officer Campbell calling from Indiana. I had no idea that there was another Indiana uh, group podcaster out here. This is pretty awesome. Uh, I was listening to the episode about the sweatpants and the whole great sweatpants thing. Um, I have a pair of sweatpants, and my wife hates when I wear them because I call them my cookie pants. And uh, the whole reason I call them my cookie pants is uh, because when I when I eat the desserts or something like that, like cookies, um, I feel fat. So I throw on my cookie pants, then I don't feel as fat. That's the whole reason behind it. It's actually a Scrubs reference if you're familiar with the Scrubs TV show. So love the podcast. Um, I'd love to have you guys on mine, or I'd love to jump on yours. Either way, uh, love what you're doing. I think you guys are doing great. And, uh, yeah, shout out to the region rats out there. According to Catholic teaching, Jesus promised the keys to heaven to St. Peter, empowering him to take binding actions. In the Gospel of Matthew 16:19, Jesus says to Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. St. Peter is often depicted in Catholic and Eastern Orthodox paintings and other artwork as holding a key or a set of keys. That was a Wikipedia description of, of who St. Peter is. Also his what? Also his what? He's holding also what? Keys. And uh, he's holding, uh, holding, a, holding a key or a set of keys. Oh, what are the, you got to wonder what the other keys are for. <laughs> That's good. He's like, good no, point. these are just for the gate. But dude, this one. Oh, dude. Hey, come out back. That's for my 1974 Datsun. <laughs> come out back. Yeah, this is my 76 Dodge Aspen. <laughs> my 1981 VW Squareback. Uh, so in that, I told you it said that he was responsible for lo- binding and loosing, right? So yeah, binding and loosing is originally a Jewish phrase also mentioned in the New Testament as well as the Targum. In usage, to bind and to loose simply means to forbid by indisputable authority or to permit by indisputable authority. So, loose is getting rid of them. Uh, yes. So he's like, "You're in, yay! You're in charge of all the binding." And Peter's like, "Dude, no, books! No, to, I gotta do books." Man. To bind is to forbid. Um, right. In usage, to bind and to loose simply means to forbid mm. by indisputable. Authority and to permit by indisputable authority. Yeah. So like I I bind all um, Cardi B songs like that. <laughs> yes. No, I loose all Cardi B songs. Oh, dang it. I'm confused. Either way. I he, read it for says, a purpose. He says yay or nay. I've been thinking a lot about this and I don't know why. It wasn't a dream this time. But yeah, cause you, I, you were all out of um, of uh, what's her name? Carol Burnett. You were all out of Carol Burnett. Fear. Scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. I've been doing the job that I do for near 20 years. I mean, we're talking 50 days or so away from 20 years of of being in one profession. Wow. And uh, as I look around my brothers and sisters in the struggle, I, I, I take stock and I think back to myself, hey, I feel like I put in a hard 18 years just running straight ahead, loving my job, loving every part of it. And the last two years up till now have sort of been like, eh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a step back. But I feel like I'm an anomaly. 
and I think most people would agree with this. And if you looked at the the statistics or if you asked any smarter person than I, they would probably tell you that most employers are lucky to get a, a hard three to five years, five years tops of running strong out of any employee before they're like, hey, either I'm, I'm done being super productive and now I believe I'm an old grizzled vet and mm. I'm going to sit back and just judge other people, not really do too much work. Or mm. they figured out a way to do less work, but look and appear to do more work. You know what I'm saying? Or that's, a, that's a good trick to know. They've moved up in the ranking system a little bit in whatever profession where they're like, there's some new people coming in. I'm going to sort of give some of my responsibility to that younger person because yeah, well, I've been here. That lion perched on top of the rock, he gets some of the meat that's brought back also. He doesn't right. have to go get every gets shred. beak a little wet. He gets to wet his lion beak. So um, I started thinking to myself, you know, that's normal. It's if you are one of those people and you've worked over five years in whatever job you do, you probably be a little bit burnt out. So your um, boss would be wise to sort of mix it up for you, give you some new responsibilities, change up your uh, even if it's maybe not the most comfortable thing for you at the time. It's like, hey, this may rejuvenate you a little bit. You have to have something new. If people aren't able to be creative or have some something new, people feel they've mastered their craft after three to five years. And you yeah, should, by you, five years, you you, sh- you should be pretty you need well to be, in the mastery. You need to be craft. challenged. So I thought to myself, well, a lot. some other people are like, yes, I should be challenged. I just choose not to be challenged. I, again, I want to do my eight hit the gate kind of scenario. However, there's one guy that has not had that opportunity forever, for eternity. And that's this guy, St. Peter. So I don't know much about St. Peter. I, I did a, My deepest dive was the Wikipedia portion I just read to you. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know why St. Peter was given this honor. But God at some point told St. Peter, hey, I'm going to have you be in the guardian of the gate. You say yay, you say nay. When somebody dies, they come to heaven in this scenario, and you decide, you alone, oh, I trust your judgment. He was the only guy that had a carabiner. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because everybody else is like, what am I going to do with this um, They're like, well, we could hold one key in our sash. Yeah. But what do we do if we have more than one key? Jesus was like, yay, you have a, a hook on your denim. <laughs> and then there it was. So um, I started thinking to myself, St. Peter, yes, he, I believe he's a archangel or, you know, he's, 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 he's got some divinity, mm-hmm. right? I still. Dude, I grew I, up going to church, and I don't know. I was like normal Christian. We didn't do a lot of saint talk. But but God, as far as I know, made everything in His likeness. So I have to believe at some point, maybe not five years like a normal mortal, maybe not ten, maybe not twenty, maybe not a thousand, but at some point, Saint Peter sitting at his little booth, <laughs> okay, uh, you know, judging uh, who gets to come in and who doesn't get to come in, had got to wonder, man. It's got to start getting a little creative. Well, you right? know what's funny is is as people get burnt out in their job or get a little long in the tooth for their for their gigs, the only thing that doesn't wane is their ability to judge. Right. That increases. So he's in a unique spot. Like you said, people do something for 10 years and it's, it's like, uh, I'm not as hungry. I'm not a go-getter as much. But I really don't care for Bob in accounting. <laughs> he's still the judging stuff. So now St. Peter should be the sharpest axe in the shed because sure. his whole thing is judging. Yes. So like it's it's really got to um you know grind his gears well, as they say. Well think about it. in the beginning he's like wow man you know this is an enormous responsibility I've been bequeathed, right? 
God has bestowed upon me this amazing ability to say, and he trusts my judgment. And he probably roundtabled it with God a little bit. And and God's probably like, well, let's do some test runs. I'm going to throw you some scenarios. You tell me yay or nay. And he said, you know what? After running through these scenarios, I feel like your judgment's pretty good. You're the man. You got the job, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe did an audition. We want you to have like a 74% accuracy rate. (laughs) Right. And then God was like, listen, I got a lot of other shit I got to do. I've got to be responsible for a lot of other things. So I know you're, you're good. Um, and this is like, you know, employees that work uh, midnights, let's say, for example. Sometimes you get stuck on midnights for a long time. You forget what's going on on days. You forget that days exist. Days forgets about you. As long as you're not causing any trouble and or you're not getting anything major, people just are like, that guy shows up for work. As far as we know, no one's complaining that he doesn't. And the your world is different. You still work for the same company, but everyone's forgotten about you. And St. Peter, I have to believe that after a while, God's forgotten about him. And God just goes, you know what to do. I don't need to check up on you, man. You're one of my my most key players in the system. And so... Days most definitely takes mids for granted. Yes, for sure. And, uh, so, and as did Yahweh. Yes, also. I agree with that. I don't know what that means. Don't you, haven't you ever seen Last Crusade? He's like, what does he say? Remember when he's stepping on those blocks and he's like, Jehovah starts with an I. Remember that part? When he's no. a step on the... Dude. I remember the movie, but I don't remember. It was one of the tests where you have to spell Jehovah, oh, but it's yeah. spell with an I. Okay. That doesn't have anything to do with Yahweh, but <laughs> I don't know. My mom says it a lot. When when my mom closes her eyes and prays and starts saying words that don't belong, um, that word comes out a lot. With that being said, I thought, who if I were... You know, he's going to have to be relieved at some point in time. And I have to believe that I, if I at the last moment decide that Jesus is my Savior, I maybe get safe passage into heaven, right? So, yeah. No, according to the text, at the very last second, you can pull it off. As long as you believe it in your heart. Yeah. So, I mean, who I mean, knows? if you could pa- if you could pass a lie detector here on Earth, I feel like you probably could pass. Oh, you know who you got to convince? Oh, Saint Peter. Right. Dog. Yeah. And again, he's probably at this point like, mm-hmm, yeah, fine, just go. He's like the guy at Meyer when you're doing the, sh- the shopping scan. And they're like, uh, did you pay for all that stuff you scan? And you go, I don't know. And they're like, all right, have a good day. <laughs> not going to get into anything right now. Just uh, we'll take you at your word. We're supposed to scan three things. I'm like, you really want to do that? And they go, no. And I go, I don't want you to either. I have to believe that at some point, just like you know, working a, a VIP line outside of a, a, a a cool club in New York City. At, you know, it's like, you're in, you're in. You ladies, how old are you? 17, close enough. You're in. You, yeah. you can't come in. Do you think St. Peter went through a phase where he just let hot chicks in for a while? I, yeah, you remember? <laughs> and the, the guy's like, no, the, I'm with them. I'm with, I'm with the ladies. And he's like, nah, you're not. He's got the earpiece and the uh, clipboard. Yeah. Uh, I don't see on the list. They're like, yeah, but but it, it shouldn't be on a list. I'm you're coming here, you're gonna judge me. He's like, no, I actually I have a list. I'm gonna go by. St. Peter's here. a really large black dude with a menacing glare. Why? I mean, absolutely, he should. Of course, be. who better to pull the velvet rope back? What do you want? Some like old white dude with a beard from like the pictures? I'll t- not in 2021. We don't. Okay, if you can't hack it at one strip club, no, nah, you ain't doing the pearly <laughs> gates for sure. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if may, you know, like every now and then they'll have celebrity, like C celebrity guest stars doing stripper 
uh, working at the strip club, I'm sure you've heard about it, where they'll come there and they'll be like the guest uh, judge or the guest uh, host yeah, of the yeah. strip club. Maybe you never know. Maybe he comes back to Earth every now and then to, to uh, sharpen his skills. There's like some guy that's waiting, like talking to St. Peter going, come on, man, I've been here for an hour. And sorry, we're all full. And then the ladies walk by and he goes, ladies, and pulls back the, <laughs> yeah. the rope for them and lets them walk in. Well, there's COVID capacity now, too. So you really have to just wait your turn until somebody leaves. I don't know. Is there a way to go? Can you be in heaven and go back down? Or once you're there, are you good? I, I mean, think the only one this. that did that was uh, Lucifer himself. He was in heaven and then was cast out. Yep. Okay. Well, so yeah. you know that, right? So I started to put yeah, together. Yeah, because I read Jordan Peterson's book this week. The whole week? Oh, you listened to it. No, no, no. I actually read Ooh. it. But no, don't. it took me like almost eight weeks. Oh. Six, six weeks. So you didn't read it this week. You finished it this I week. I finished it this week. Gotcha. But he talks a lot about the Bible. Still, and he was talking about Lucifer, so I know. Still very nice. Great book, by the way. So... If you're if you're in St. Peter's position, who doesn't get in? I jotted down a couple of things that I thought were 100% no-goes. Now, I don't think that St. Peter's looking down on earth and watching you as you live your life. I believe that, you know, he only makes his decision based upon when you show up at the gate, right? So he doesn't go like, well, I've been watching you for years and no, you just don't make the cut. So I have to believe it's just straight up judge a book by its cover stuff. Like you show up at the at the pearly gates and he's like, nah. Not He's supposed to be clairvoyant and have seen your, Is he? His senior resume. He's not Santa Claus, bro. That's true. He's not I don't Santa know about Claus. this. You're saying it like you're saying it very strong, like you know, but I don't think you do. Well, I, I think yeah, he's got to have some sort of tools that can dig into you and see if you belong there. Or not otherwise, it's a total crapshoot. But it is not. But he's burnt out, so he doesn't check your file. I'm glad you thought that way, and I'm glad it's just like anything else. People that don't know what you know, other people's professions are, they have a an idea about what they are. And they go, well, I mean, I'm in the court system. Obviously, they take the time to vet that. No, they don't. You know, just like anything else. So oh, that's what I mean. Like, you're, yeah. You think that's what he does. Every time you step up a level in any profession or anything, you go, this is where people really to excel. And this is like, the, we're in the big leagues now, and it's another dude who's Straight bad at his Straight up job. Wizard of Oz, pull the curtain back. Every <laughs> single time. Yeah, like the guy walks up, and, and like, he's like, you've seen my file. You know I belong here. And he's like, um, <clears throat> uh, when you go to a restaurant, how how do you order your eggs? And the guy's like, well, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I like scrambled. He goes, you're out. Right. Exactly. See, dude. But I ran a charity for no, no, the, the, the scramby eggs. Get the hell out. What if you order spaghetti at a restaurant? I mean, why would you pay $16? I shouldn't even have to explain why. If you order spaghetti at a restaurant, you can't get in. Yeah, I don't it's understand not that. That's, that's silly. Even if you're a kid, we tell our kids, no, you're not getting spaghetti at a restaurant. It's basic, It's noodles for 16 bucks. not happening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, sir, had truck uh, nuts hanging from your bumper. I have, I have that on my list as well. Oh, my God. I do, truck nuts. The inventor of truck nuts, I put. So, But I also feel like course, anybody well, who would be a purveyor of truck nuts... Those if, who purvey truck nuts. If you really want to pull it out, root and stem. That's what you do. <laughs> Silly mustaches with wax on the tips. You got you. No, you're gone. Not, yeah, it can't happen. Uh, and I feel like you have that trap door where you you don't even go to purgatory. You go you go straight down to uh, the worst hell you could imagine. Off to a, a ha- hell without <laughs> wax for your mustache. Off to Hades with your rockabilly guy. Anybody that comes up with sweatpants can't hmm? do it. Sweatpants can't do it. What if you? I'm not be- talking about joggers. I, I and I'm I'm on the line with those, but I'm talking about straight sweatpants. You come up in a Hanes sweatsuit, same color top, same color bottom. You're out. Can't happen. Not happening. Are you? You're not showing up in what you died in, right? Because we're gonna get there. Sweatpants. We're okay. gonna get there. Okay. Don't you dare. All right. 
I mean, that just uh, it seems like it. anybody wearing John Lennon glasses. If you have the circle John Lennon glasses, you're out. Chicks you can't though? come in. Can't come in. Especially chicks. Can't come in. No, not happening. Like uh, uh, the girl from All Almost Famous. Yeah, can't happen. I L- mean, Little Hawn. There's a lot of hot chicks in heaven. We can we can we can lose a couple right off. You're the right. At some point, like we got to draw the line. You you can afford to be like you have to be a nine point nine to get in. <laughs> Uh, anybody who's ever driven a car with a dog on their lap, you would. So my thing is, is these same kind of people. You are, better be They're showing right up now, in dude. heaven with dogs. They're showing up careful. in heaven with their dog in their arm, like as my fur baby. And it's like you, no, you're out. No fur babies. Not at all. You could bring your dog in. You call it a fur baby. You're out. Um, anybody that drinks shots after they're 30 years old, you can't come in. We don't. We don't give shots to people over 30. I don't even care if it's celebratory. No, not happening. Get I don't know, dude. Like the like the old Sam Elliott style dude that goes up to the bar and is like, "Give me a bourbon." He also has a fancy mustache, but I will take Sam Elliott. He he may be. How about anybody who? No, here's the deal. Anybody who enthusiastically drinks shots. Anybody who goes shots, shots, you shot, shot. That's that's yeah. enthusiasm. Gotcha. Yeah, if you just walk up and you're like. Give me a beer and a shot. Yeah. If you're drowning your sorrows. You want George Thorogood to not be there? No. That's no heaven. Okay. So so you can't have enthusiasm about it. You got to be like, give me what I need because that's what I need. If you show up at the pearly gates wearing earth shoes, you're out. Can't happen, dude. Define earth shoes? I'm talking about the ones where each toe has its own, like a a little... Skeletos? Yeah. I didn't think my brother was going to make the cut anyway, but he's definitely out now. (laughs) Anybody that shows up at the pearly gates wearing a visor of any, any type... Or if it's a guy wearing a visor, a geyser. Okay. Uh, if you're Fortune Feimster, you can't come in. Uh, just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Why? Because of how deep her voice is? Just everything. I think she's, is she everything. not funny? I think she's funny? No. 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 You think she's funny? I'm not sure. You she, might not come in. The, she, I mean, was, she was on Joe Rogan once, and I thought she was okay. He brings the best. But the show was three hours long, and it's like somebody, you got to yeah. have a couple hits. Uh, anybody who uh, shows up wearing a Dave Matthews t-shirt, you're out. Straight out. Mm. You could take your rain stick and head right on back. But is this in 2021? This is right now today. Like, would you make Ever. The, would you make the Pearly Gates in 99 if you had a DMB shirt? I don't look back, bro. I only look forward. That makes sense. Uh, country musicians who don't wear cowboy hats. <laughs> I got no time for you. Mm. If you wear a baseball hat and you're not wearing a... Uh, and I've talked about this before. My country has to be sung and performed by a portly gentleman with a cowboy hat and a belt buckle the size of, uh, you know, the old 96er. This might be a problem for your buddy Luke Combs. No, he fits that. Well, he does wear, I think he might wear a baseball I think he wears ball caps. <sighs> I mean, dude, I mean. There's a lot of other A man's got to have a there, code. Bro. I'm just saying. It you is. like him doesn't mean, Sorry. doesn't mean he can get in. Yeah, that's it. Uh, people, refu- people who refuse to admit the following things. Uh, that you 2 has put out anything good after the Joshua Tree, you're out. I'm going to test you. If you come in with any of these other things, I'm going to throw this U2 question at you. If I go, yeah. when was U2 no longer good? If you say Zootopa or Zuropa, you're, you're yeah. out. You're He's out. like, there's that mysterious ways, and then poof, he yeah. just turns the into a The one where they put it on my iPhone without my knowledge, I, I accidentally listened to it. What and about it? Actually, actually, it was pretty good. No, you're out. Get out. He's like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pay for it, but I mean, I jammed it in, like, if in the you, car a little bit. Also, if you know any other member of U2 besides Bono and The Edge. Uh, you're out. Um, the anybody who likes the second half of Full Metal Jacket, I'm standing strong on this. Oof. Fight me. It is what it is. 
Uh, anybody who likes any part of Boondock Saints, if you like <laughs> Boondock Saints at all, you cannot come in heaven. What about people that just say they like it but really That's, don't? Well, here's the thing. I believe in heaven. That's the one thing St. Peter knows. It's like, come on, bro. You don't really like it. So I'm going to let you, you could say what you want, but listen, don't go telling people that you like it because once I let you in the gate, that that's my reputation. Yeah. So it, we got to make a deal here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything after anybody who enjoys anything after season two of, uh, the walking dead. If you like anything beyond season two, yeah, I can't have, I, can't. I only did season one that's what and, I'm and I walked. So that's what I'm saying. So you're far. good. You're, you're still good. What about people that claim to understand art? Like Depending when, you, when you go look at like abstract art and people are like, no, dude, you know what? This really like the aggression in these strokes. I'm like, if you if you start to explain high art, and I don't mean I don't mean not how, you don't, you're, are you not talking about how they believe it? Are you talking about if someone tries to say this is how I interpret it and what it means to me? That douchebag or the guy that goes, look, it's the 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 way that in this style of pointillism that you put the dots in. The reason he's doing that, it's like, okay. No, I'm cool with technique. Okay. If they can explain technique, but if somebody just goes like, there's a pothole and it's cut in half and it's painted half yellow, and they go, well, dude, I mean, it really, it's, I like how it's open to, inter- before it gets the word interpretation out, I go, zoop, and I, I, I pull the gone. trap door in the cloud. Uh, anyone who puts any basketball player above Michael Jordan in any era, just just leave. I, I don't, because I don't want to hear the discussion. I just don't care. But we all know okay. Michael Jordan's the best. There's just no because it's not just about it's about marketability, you know. And I do like the fact that he was a huge dickhead. So that that yeah. to me helps, right? LeBron is also a huge dickhead. I'm not gonna take that <laughs> away from him. Is he? Anybody who's a world music fan, and I, you know, uh, that's a little okay. beyond Dave Matthews. But if you if you like music with uh, a didgeridoo, you like Mickey Ward's Drum Planet, and uh, and 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 flutes and those things that they, they, they use to call bats in Australia. No, you can't come in. Anyone with a sticker on their car that that, that is a political booster sticker that talks about hating a, a different political party. Mm. Uh, anyone with a bumper sticker that says, my other car is a, and you can fill in the blank, or anybody with a sticker that uh, has Calvin urinating on uh, something you don't like. So that's just a, a quick list I put together uh, before you showed up in the 8 to 9 o'clock hour. While I was waiting for your arrival, but that's I, good. I feel like, look, if you're bored with your job, man, remember there's Saint Peter who's still standing up there at the gate. I, it makes me think of that scene in Fargo. Remember where he pulls into the paid parking lot, uh, Steve Buscemi, and then he realizes he has to leave real quick. Yeah, and the guy's like, "No, but it's still like a dollar twenty-five. You still got to pay." And he's like, "But I, I literally I pulled it. I'm pulling out." And the guy's like, like I'm, not, "I'm not even parking. Really, it's still a dollar and that's. Where Saint, you know, that's how I feel about what Saint Peter feels about his job uh, in the current day. I do, uh, I do want to point out that a lot of people did really appreciate your review on American Graffiti. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's I heard good. From a lot of people. That's they, good. Uh, I need you to watch Urban Cowboy next. Oh yeah. Urban Cowboy came out in 1980, so this one we we're, we're back on track. And I also realize I want to apologize because what I do nowadays. I, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You were right. You said that what? normally I give you two minutes to re- your, in the quick review. And and I gave you a minute. And you said, don't I normally get two? And I said, no, you get one. Uh, of all uh, the things to be right about, that's the one I get? I feel like uh, the one was great because you were able to, to smoosh it fine. in. But uh, I want everybody to watch Urban Cowboy. Who's in Urban Cowboy? John Travolta. 
and De- oh, and Deborah yeah. Winger, and then Dude. the guy from Major League that's like, "Hey, Dorn," and he urinates on the contract. Oh, Dude. Dude. This movie, just to give you a quick, this sounds, I don't, I don't, this I, I don't already know I, sounds like homework, big time. It's from 1980, and it takes place in Pasadena, Texas. So that's all I'm going to give you. But an urban cowboy, you should be able to put it together. It's worth, it's worthwhile. There's a lot of good stuff in this for, especially for podcast purposes. I saw the movie as a young man because my, it was one of the movies we actually had on VHS that wasn't a dubbed copy of a movie. I don't know why my parents had it, but mm-hmm. urban cowboy. John Travolta. Um, this was before arm wrestling was hype in bars. This is something different. This is a little something different. <laughs> okay. This isn't like, uh, um, what's the uh, Clint Eastwood one? Every which way but loose or over the top. Listen, I love both of those. Did you ever review either of those? Yeah. Over the top? You didn't do Every Which Way But Loose, though, I don't think. Did you? Uh, yeah, because I would have never watched. I would have never watched that movie had you not Dude, recommended and, it. And I, I, would, I didn't know it existed. And I don't remember. Did you say you liked that one or not? Yeah, I like it. Every which way but loose is an American classic. This this is uh, a little bit different. Every which way but loose was, I think, it was supposed to be funny. This is yeah, not supposed to be. This is not funny. Urban Cowboys not funny. No, it's not a comedy. It was. It's really what was going on, I guess, in 1980 in <laughs> okay. Texas. Is it about drug abuse? Uh, could be. That's a drugstore cowboy. With Matt Dillon. Yeah, I get that confused a lot. But I will tell you, it has a great... This is where we've fallen off. It has country-western music. And that's where two genres came together, right? Country and western. You have a lot of slide guitar. You've got a lot... It's a lot of slow dancing and two-step music. It doesn't have this stupid uh, blend of... Hey, I'm going to offend some people right now. I was talking to a buddy of mine, my good friend Adam, who is a Dave Matthews person. And I I went on this diatribe. I was like, look... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, lo- I love Adam. He's great. But I don't understand how a grown man could listen to a band that performs songs with a rain stick and bongos and all kinds I think of dadgeridoos and boos or whatever you, these you things may, You might be missing the bullseye a little bit on the instruments. I'm just saying these guys are amazing players, just like Pink Floyd. Amazing players, just like the Grateful Dead. I, I want I, You watch Pink Floyd tread carefully. I want nothing to do with any of the music or any of the people who listen to the music. You want nothing it's to do with nothing. Pink Floyd? No, I don't. Are you... Well, David you, know, Gil- you know who might get stopped David, at my, my St. Peter Gates? David Gilmore is a Holocaust denier. That could probably is have... He? Yeah. I don't mean to break it. I, you could look it up, but he's a Holocaust Is that denier. what the song Money's about? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but look it up. Look it up. Money! You guys made it up. <laughs> but I was... I was going on and on about this uh, Dave Matthews thing, and I thought, you know, here here's where we've gone wrong. We got this guy, Morgan Wallen, right? He's like a huge country star now. He was. We'll see what happens with him. He's got a mullet, if I... Yeah, mullet and drops hard R's. I own, dude, I only know him because I think that dude, um, No Life Shack, that I watch on mm-hmm. YouTube, he, um, he reviewed one of the guy's videos. Does he talk trash? Like, talk mad trash? Morgan he, Wallen? Yeah. I don't know anything about him except he's recently been in the... No Life Shack on YouTube. Word up, No Life Shack. He did a review of, I thought it was that dude, and I'd never heard of him, but he was basically like talking smack to all these other country bands, like saying mm. they weren't real country. Like straight up like making fun of Luke Combs and these other guys, right? Mm. Um, and I didn't know who he was, but he just seemed to be going, to quote Michael Rappaport, hard body karate at these dudes. Well, so anybody who doesn't know this, uh, I am not an avid... Uh, contemporary country fan, the pop country, rap country, all that shit. I hate it. 
My wife made me go see, I think two years ago, Luke Combs. I had no idea who he was. I went into the, it was at a, a local fairground. which you went to the Porter County Fair. Apparently the fairground, I think what happened is, is they got him before he broke. Like they probably planned his performance two years in advance. His big single broke after the and signing. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Because what we paid to see him was, was a pittance. And I, I went there just like... Years ago, I went to a 4th of July uh, fireworks extravaganza angrily, and I turned – everybody that my family was with was watching the fireworks, and I turned my uh, chair backwards back to the fireworks and put my headphones in. That's the kind of asshole I am. That's, uh... So I almost did the same thing. When I, I walked in, I saw pictures of Luke Combs. I said, this is the guy – this this guy's uh, dis- disturbing. I don't want to – he cannot be good. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Because I, I walked out with a T-shirt. Me, of all people, I'm wearing a Luke Combs t-shirt. You did not. I have a Luke Combs t-shirt. I think you left that out of your story. So that being said, I started talking about country. And I said, the the year before, my wife dragged me to go see this guy, uh, Luke Bryan. And I was so irritated because this guy played in like a a t-shirt, like a a Cubs hat. And uh, not that it was Cubs, but a baseball hat. And uh, like, you know, clothes like a a yuppie would wear. And he played a lot of country music, uh, covers of other songs in country style and I was it's like, like when rappers don't look like rappers i don't like that yeah, it sucks. like there's that little dicky dude or whatever and he just looks like like a normal like guy he's got like the fro and it's just like what's up so like, we're living in this world where we have to where we're supposed to everybody's allowed to do whatever they want and we're supposed to not judge but i can't when it comes to music man you to me the show is part of why you go right the performance and you're like you want to go you've been hearing this guy singing some country songs and you go and he's not wearing cowboy boots and he's not wearing that bothers me I need the I need the whole shebang, so I I said, look, I can't stand pop country, I can't stand rap country. Just give me country western, and then I said, I only take it a step further. You know what? Again, gonna irritate some people here. A long time ago, prior to Run DMC and prior to uh, Aerosmith doing their thing, or probably no after. So Run DMC and Aerosmith did their thing. I don't need walk this way. I could never hear it again and be thrilled. I understand it was quote unquote groundbreaking to match two types of music, but Steven Tyler's super yeah. annoying. Run DMC, totally cool. Steven Tyler, totally not cool. I don't need it. I didn't like it. And then Anthrax and Public Enemy did their thing. And I was like, that sucks too. I like Anthrax and I like Public Enemy. Anthrax and Public Enemy, I don't need it. It's yeah. terrible. It's stupid to mix these two genres. Just stay in your lane. Agreed. Then there became this new metal which was a genre that was specific to let's mash up guys that rap over hard rock. Hip-hop beats uh, and drop the guitar. Did not need one second of it. Miss me. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. um, and I might be on my own. But um, it's just irritating to me. And I feel like what you were saying, like when you go to see Queen, you want Freddie Mercury in a one-piece suit zipped down navel to his navel with his, his girl chest out with his you know crinkly chest hair. That's what you want. That if you don't get that, if you showed up to see Queen and he was wearing bib overalls and a cowboy hat, you'd be like, nah, I felt like I got ripped off. Mm-hmm. You know, if you saw, if you went to see Creed and Scott Stapp was sober, you'd be like, no, come on. Yeah, correct. Correct. Well, if you, I went to see Nickelback and I didn't see those golden curls shining in the, in the, in the lights. Well, do you remember when, yeah, Chad Kroger is a mohawk. Do you remember when all of a sudden uh, Guns N' Roses did the soundtrack to Terminator 2? They did that You Could Be Mine song. Do I remember it? Well. Do I, do I, do I remember jumping on my couch watching that video? 
the problem was my family briefly had cable for like nine months and I watched Axel that video. Rose, who was used to wearing super tight leather pants, no shirt, and a bandana, was now wearing a catcher's chest piece mm-hmm. and a kilt. And we got no explanation for that. No, he wore like, like biker shorts too. He wore like yeah, biker shorts yeah, like, and a Raiders jersey. He wore the shorts that like George Michael wore, the Wham guys wore. Like those those skin tight, right? Like They body. look like like Richard Simmons like workout gear. Yeah, yes. But we never got an explanation. And I wonder if there was ever an interview where someone goes like, hey, what's with the catcher's chest piece, bro? It makes no sense. It's not, it doesn't flow with I what you got going I watch it now and I just go like, those shorts were a bold move, Cotton. I mean, if you went and saw you know, Slash perform and he was bald because he was an old dude. and The licks are the licks. But, bro, come on. You got to put a wig on with the hair and you the hat. You got to, yeah. So that's all I'm saying. I'm sorry. But you know what? If I'm going to be in this position, and I know God hasn't asked me just yet, but he may want to look down a little bit and see what I'm doing right now to decide whether or not I, I could I could be the next St. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh... I think judging people is one of the last things I'll get rid of. Yeah. Like, that's the one of the toughest things. Like, I do, you know, dude, you know, I'm always on, like, some search for inner peace and happiness and trying to figure shit out, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always, like, like the, the, the loss of interest in judging others. I'm talking about, like, therapy, meditation, exercise, medication. I do have tried it all. That one's sticking. It's almost like when people go, look. I don't do drugs anymore, but I smoke weed. And you're like, yeah, but 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 that's drugs. And they go, yeah, but but I'm smoking weed. Dude. Yeah. Like it's not the same as is I'm that- not doing coke and crack. It's the same thing. It's like <laughs> like I'm a happy person, dude. Like I'm I'm in peace with myself. I I think I'm in a good place. I got this one vice. But, but fuck these guys that can't park right, man. I swear to God, it makes yeah. me so crazy. A hundred percent. You know, or when people go like, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a really hard diet, I'm gonna drink a lot of water, but I'm still gonna smoke cigarettes. I just that's the one thing, or eat potato chips or whatever your vice is. Yeah. I well, that's like- how I diet too though. Although, by the way, side note, dude, I'm I'm like a month and a, not a month and a half, and I'm over a month not at nary a chip since Christmas Eve, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, try doing that with judgment. I can't, but for new <laughs> listeners, I said I'd go a year without eating a chip because I have a chip problem. Yeah, you went eight or nine months. My daughter time. took a bowl and mixed three different kinds of Doritos in it and sat next to me and said, oh my God, these are awesome. You got to try these. Mm. Like a dude. hillbilly trail mix. Yeah, dude. No, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like offering like, it was like offering a Luke Combs fan, like saying like, uh, this Mountain Dew's great, dude. You should You should try it. No, I can't stop judging people, man. I I know that's that's part of the thing, but um, a lot of it is uh, a lot of it is envy. I told you this week. <laughs> I told you this week. I saw a picture of somebody in a hot tub this week. It. I wasn't right for like a day, a day, day and a half. I literally was not like. I won't say I wasn't okay because I was okay, but I wasn't nice. I wasn't good. Should I then go delete that part where you said you weren't okay? What do you mean? We're just gonna roll with it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no I'm okay. All right. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm always okay. Um, I saw a picture of a guy in a hot tub. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably the only crazy person in the world that thinks this way. But I saw this person in a hot tub and I went like. This person took a selfie of them, a picture of themselves in their hot tub enjoying life. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, it's cold outside. I'm in my hot tub, which is exactly if you have a hot tub, exactly what you want to do. Mm. And I was so overcome with a wash of pure envy. Like, I can't even call anything else. I want to go like, that guy doesn't deserve a hot tub. Like what? It was really just like, I don't have one. I don't have a hot tub. 
And did you even want one, or when you saw him with one, you were like, "Let's bullshit." <laughs> I've been batting around the idea for like a year. I've been joking with my neighbors, saying like, "I keep telling my neighbors to buy things that are awesome." And I was like, "But I'll get the hot tub, so you guys can come use my hot tub. Like, you guys get the big screen, and we'll have a Super Bowl at your place or whatever, and like start that garden so we can all eat, you know." But I'm gonna have this hot tub. Hold on a second. Let me put. Yeah. As I do, let's put a pin in this for a second. I need to stop you. Okay. You're telling your neighbor that you want to buy a hot You're like, you do this, I'll buy the hot tub, we'll all enjoy the hot tub. That's correct. Now, my feeling is this. If Does I buy a hot sound t- strange? If I buy a hot tub, it would be for me and my wife. Yeah. Um, and if I felt the need at a certain time, if I if I uh, was enjoying some libations and thought, oh, you know what, the neighbors could come over, maybe that could happen, but I wouldn't pre-plan it. I don't want to sit and stew in warm or hot water with anybody else hopefully that's gross it's hopefully it's not a warm tub it's gross and now i'm sitting there with my shirt off i'm talking to you you got your shirt off oh yeah totally you're like you're lucky boobs if I are got, out you're lucky if i got and i'm not time. even talking about the ladies i'm just saying <laughs> yeah i don't understand these people either also not in my heaven hot tub people people that, that that get the party hot tubs and they have all their neighbors over and they're drinking beers in the hot tubs like a hot tub club yeah i don't get it I don't get it. I think that lends to, to moral turpitude. I well, feel especially like, you. You're I like, like, I get you, a couple. You're just be- waiting for something to happen. <laughs> you're like, I got a couple beers in me. Then I'm like, you know what? Call the neighbors up. Get them in this hot tub. I'm, and I'm you're like, meditated. This is the difference between manslaughter and homicide. In addition to that, everybody take a key off your key ring and throw it in this hat. We'll decide who go when, when we get out of this hot tub, who's going where. Everybody That's throw, what your, happens. throw your St. Peter carabiner in this trucker hat and you go home with whoever's. Yeah, no, dude. You cannot no, do No, dude. No, I just, I just wanted a hot tub. And I was like. Like if your wife wanted to invite her girlfriends over and they wanted to be in the hot tub, fine. You could stare out the second story of window without anybody fine. watching and whatever. But you can't invite your buddies over to sit in a hot tub. Mm, right? Well, now you really got me thinking. Can you? I mean, is that all right? Is there a TV? See, now you change the dynamic a little bit. Yeah, my dynamic I mean, I gotta, is pretty badass, dude. But you're going to have an outtoor TV set up? <laughs> yeah, my cousin, dude. My yeah, cousin dude, Steve like works for the little guys. He can get you one of those TVs that come out of your deck. He works for them? Yeah. Can He's he, a TV tech, bro. Can he get... Oh, my God. Can he get me one that looks like a mirror, but then all of a sudden you're like, this is not a mirror. It's a television now. Uh, yeah. And it can also be a mirror for when your neighbors come over. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'll hook you up with them. Please do. So... I just, I saw this guy and I was like, I, I felt like, I felt like there's an episode of South Park where, you know what? I felt like Job. We're on a Bible theme today. I felt like Job. I felt like, God, why have you, why have you forsaken me? Why have I been smited to such a, a, a difficult degree? I'm, I'm out here with my stupid snowblower throwing salt down. I'm trying to get my stupid driveway clear. It's not stupid. It's fine. I'm trying to get my my driveway clear. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 trying to get my 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 garbage down the deck in time for the garbage guy, and I'm trying to handle my business, make sure my my pool is winterized properly so it doesn't explode. And I think about this guy in the hot tub, and I just go like, I didn't I send you this thing? You, ever, you said you never saw Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt. I have not. No. First of all, if we're doing movies, if we're doing movie like Hey My Classics. I've never done one where we where you've I've seen and a movie and I've seen a movie. You gotta watch. If I watch Urban Cowboy, I got something equally as homoerotic for right. you. Legends of the Fall. There's a part in it when he says, "I followed all of God's rules, and you followed none of them. Yet everyone loved you." 
I don't think everyone loves this person that much. But the point is, the equivalent of everyone loving him is he had a hot tub and I didn't. And I was so overcome with envy for a hot tub. And you were like, well, just go buy a hot tub. They're not that expensive. I brought it up to And she was like, Oh, dude, those things are crazy expensive, and they cost like two hundred dollars a month to rent. That's the that's well, or I mean to run, heat. to run, to yeah, run. That's that's the rub. <laughs> What's that? The, the not only is it the cost of it, you're buying it is one thing, but you have to pay the heat. The but bill, I hear the electric peop- bill. I hear people get them and they're just like, oh, I'm done with this hot tub. I don't want it anymore. I'm gonna like sell it for cheaper, get rid of it. Yeah, then you got to go figure out a way to go get their hot tub and remove it and put it in without damaging it. Dude, I got a trailer, but how do you feel about a used hot tub? Is that? <laughs> No. Is that like a used pair of swim shorts? It is. I'd rather wear used underwear from the uh, second. When you listed, do you just go like used debauchery for $2,700? Yes, used debauchery, (laughs) non-smoking home. If Uh, you buy debauchery, you don't want it secondhand. Yeah. You don't want secondhand debauchery. But I was so envious, dude. I was just like. I believe there are some ghosts. I was just like, I finally, as we said before, I finally made it to the triple gated town that is Monster. And I felt so good about myself until I saw somebody else in a hot tub. And Who's not in Monster. Not in Monster. Right. And, and I just definitely does not deserve a hot tub. <laughs> Who does? You know what I mean? Who does? Well. How about these people? How about these people? Where are you at on um, snowballs hitting your vehicle? I don't understand. what you're, If I'm driving down the street. And you're driving hit, down the street and someone hits you with a snowball. Where are yeah. you at? Where are you at? What do you do? Um, I, I would hope that, I mean, this day and age, I think kids are too stupid to even run. I don't know what I do. I guess I would be alarmed at first. I don't know that I'd be that pissed. I really don't because I feel like that's a lost art. I'd almost be like, all right, we're back on track. I like the way you think about that. Yeah. I'm not saying an ice I ball. Used to, I'm not saying a rock. <laughs> I used to put rocks inside of a snowball to really well, make it carry. Of course you did. <laughs> so like my dad back in their eighties taught me that it was super fun to stand out in front of your house and when cars went by, you hit them with snowballs. Mm-hmm. My dad came from a simpler time. My dad was from the 50s and 60s where you hit a guy's car with snowballs and they went, oh, this car was made in America. It's it's very sturdy. A snowball won't damage it. My dad did not live in an emotional Fabergé egg that people live in today. So I was teaching my son what I've been taught. You know, it's a gift that keeps giving, right? stand on the side of the house, dude. You gotta give yourself an out. You gotta know the area. Nah, dude. I was I was at my house right in front of my home, and we were grabbing snowballs, and the cars were going by, and we were just chucking them at the cars and whacking them. And we do they can see us gearing up like down the block. They know it's coming, and we're clearly dude. He's a nine year old, right. right? It's it's snowball. Most people were good with it. Every almost everyone was alarmed by it, but most people were like, okay, someone slow down and keep going. I had two people stop and want confrontation. Really? <laughs> yeah, with me. And I was my son's looking at me all like all bug-eyed. And I'm like, dude, we got this. We're good. So the first person stops, slams his brakes, backs up, and just looks, just rolls down his um, uh, passenger side window and just stares at me. This guy, I don't know, probably early 20s or whatever, stares. And I'm thinking... Does he want to do this over snowball? We'll find out what's what, right? So he stares, and I was super friendly. I wasn't trying to be mean. So I look at him, and I go, hey, they're just snowballs, dude. We're just throwing snowballs. No big deal. He doesn't say where he just keeps staring. I give it about a three Mississippi, and I go, just snow, not a big deal. He just stares. I give it another two Mississippi, and I go, hey, you're fine. (laughs) 
And then he drove off and he left. And I was, and my son was like, is it okay? You know, is that everything great? And I go, yeah, that guy's just being weird about a snowball. Until I came across a snowball Karen. Dude, me and my son both pelted this chick's car with a snowball. And uh, she comes to a screeching halt. My son jumps behind his big snow pile he's made. She starts yelling. The most unoriginal thing people... What, what do uncreative people say when they have nothing else to say? They go... Really? Yeah. Really? And they, they wait for you to say a smart word because they don't right. have one. Really? So I do the same thing. She's yelling out her window. I say, ma'am. I even say, ma'am. I say, ma'am, it's just snow. It's just snow. You're fine. Really? You're going to throw snowballs? And I go, yeah, it's just snow. Then she gets out of the car. I do. To assess the damage. She gets out of the car to look at me. I don't, I don't know. I think she just thought it'd be better. She goes, I got a child in this car and I could wreck this car. And then I started going like, all right. And I started feeling a little bad. Like, but I'm like, oh, dude, if you get hit with a snowball, are you going to wreck your car for that? <laughs> I don't know. So I went I mean, back. You're not paying attention. So I went back to my script. And, and I did plus the, the way I throw snowballs. Yes. I went back to the script and I did it. Hey, you're fine. <laughs> and then she, she yelled a couple afterwards and got in the car and left. But then by that point, and that was a long story. Sorry. But then by that point, my son was like, she said F a lot, you know, and I go, yeah, yeah, she did. I go, some still people, alive. I go, some people just aren't as fun as others. So then we scaled back. And so today he wanted to do it again and he did do it again. This time I just kind of like hung out and whatever. Well, but that was a whole long version way of saying like, dude, um, what's up? Where are we at on snowballs? Am, am, am I? Because... Uh, like you, I'll admit when I'm wrong. And 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 is throwing snowballs at people's cars is that something that's I like so, the way that sounded. Is that something that's so alarming that you go like, hey, you shouldn't shock people that way because I, it is. If you don't expect it and you hear a thump, that's a thing. I don't know. I mean, I didn't do the snowball thing when I was nine years old with my dad. Oh. Um, but I will tell you this: when myself and my friends threw snowballs at cars, we had the very worst intentions. We were not throwing snowballs at cars and going, hey, it's just snow. No, we were off to the this ball. This, there was maybe six or seven of us. And the slowest guy, on more than one occasion, the slowest guy caught a beating. You know, we were like, uh, because we were hitting other, you know, teenagers or people in their You're early You're doing 20s. ice balls and yeah. stuff? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our, our intention was to dent or damage their vehicle oh. as they drove past. Yeah, we're throwing dis- it like we're Nolan Ryan. You know, the, the intent is bad. Well, that's I wasn't sitting animal. there and throwing it like, hey, here's a snowball. No, I yeah, was. Well, no, I mean, I didn't have the. I, was I didn't able, have like the, 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 the limp-wristed javelin throw. I was B.A. Baracus in that shit. Man, I was a team all the way. Uh, I pity the fool who drives down like my you're... street because I have an ice ball with a rock inside of it. Okay. So yeah. uh, I don't know if you're snowball shaming me or just showing your. No, I'm baring my teeth. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm showing you how it used to be. That's why it's different because I guess what I'm saying is, is I do not condone being out there with my kid and being like it's cool and then confronting people, having people confront me. Yeah, Even yeah. at this age, I would still run and attempt to jump over my fence. <laughs> Get out I, of there. I was raised. Plus, I'd be doing I was it in front of my neighbor's a, house and not my own. I guess I, when I was showing it, it was like, hey, this is just for fun. Now, me and my buddy. Were you throwing it hard, though? Not really. No. No. See, that's a difference. Yeah, I'm with my nine year old. I'm not trying to fight. like, oh, this is kind of cool, whatever, throwing snowballs at cars. I was like, hey, they're made of no, we powder had, and at, they won't damage anything. At one point, we had the, you know, the water balloon launcher where like three guys, two guys yeah, hold yeah, yeah. us. We were putting ice balls in those. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's the kind of. Uh, 
Me and Fuzz used to chuck them. We'd go in the cemetery and chuck them over the fence and like icier ones. Right. And that would scare people more. And then when they, but that was because it was safe in the cemetery. Mm. We could take off and no one would ever catch right. us through there. But when I did it with my dad, it was like, hey, it's winter. Isn't this fun? Look at all this snow. Poof, gotcha. How would you feel though if somebody whipped your ass, if somebody got out of the car and beat the shit out of you in front of your kid? Oh, pretty, not good. Pretty embarrassed, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, something you it's something your kid is scarred for life. Yeah, I guess I guess that's you didn't think the chance about that. I was willing to take. You no, I did think about it. I did. Yeah, I just was like, we'll see. Well, hey, I appreciate you living on the edge. It has long been my <laughs> not long been and I'm not dude, I'm not some tough guy. I'm not trying to make myself out to be. But I have long not long, but for quite some time now I've had the theory of like I don't know. We'll just see what these hands do. Like before it gets crazy, let's right. just see what's up. I hear you. I, I think I just run when it's too late. I'm not like saying once I realize I, the guy's got cauliflower and I'm on the ground, they go, "Oh, I should have ran." Right? Yes. But in I'm the not, beginning, like you know, I'm not like, saying the scenario is any guy that gets out of the car is going to be able to work you over. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, like, I got you. But one how, of them, so how, how could? Sure. How bad of a plan does this turn out to be when you you know you peg a local Golden Gloves boxer's car and so, he but, just so where he just at, came though? out of the. I, I'm all about throwing a snowball from behind a fence and running. Yeah, got that part. You like to damage people's yeah. stuff, but I'm saying like a normal snowball is 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 if it, you if I drove down your street and the same thing happened, was I in the wrong for throwing a snowball? Would you would you want to fight over a snowball? No, but I, I guess I would pull down the street and if you if you were like, dude, I'm trying to teach my kid how it used to be and like the the fun of smashing somebody's car with a snowball, I'd be like, good on you, man. As long as you explained it to me, otherwise it'd be like you being a wise well, ass. That's, what, how what do you, you, you go down? You the did. Block? You did explain it. I said it's just I might snow. stop and be like, well, what, what are we doing? And then if you said, oh, wait, I just teach Oh, because you hear the thump and you're yeah. like, does this guy want to hurt me? I'd be like, what is... Or is yeah, this guy aggressing me? And then you, yeah. and the guy's like, no, I'm not. It's just snow. Well, you can. If I drive away the entire time on the way home, I'd be like, dude, I, maybe somebody saw me and got my plate and was like, "Who run my plate and be like, who's this bitch? And just drove away. You can't live with that kind of guilt. Um, What? Okay. All right, I well, can't live with not having the confrontation. <laughs> I would stay up at night thinking about Carol Burnett and, and other and well, other Well, there was things. plenty of people that saw us, pretended to like duck in their car, and then waved oh, okay, like, oh, yeah. you got me. Nah. Because we're I'm clearly not smiling. And yeah. So if you get hit with a normal snowball, you're you're like, it's going No, hard. but I'm just saying like, I would probably stop and be like, what are we doing? And then if you said, in this scenario, if you said, oh, hey, I was teaching my kid how to throw snowballs at cars. I'd be like, but you right, would cool. stop like, hey. Um... I don't know. You, I guess if I saw you from a block away and I knew it was a dad and a kid, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I guess that's the difference. Remember one time, it was a couple years ago, you were driving the expressway and some guy was like getting crazy with you? Yes, on the and way to camp. Yeah. So you're on the expressway. It got tense in, I, a, in a road rage thing. And then I, what did you do? I had to merge. Uh, to I had to get over to get off the expressway in Wisconsin. He was trying to merge to get out of the weaving lane into the regular straight lane. And so I said, hey, dude, it's last minute here. I had to cut the, I had to kind of cut him off a little bit. And as I did, he stepped on the gas and like attempted to like fake ram my car. Like he aggressed on me. Right. And I rolled down the window and I said, hey, buddy, I go, what are you, my kids in the car, are you going to try to kill me over trying to merge? I have to get off the express. Like, what did you I want me to do? I thought about that this week because it was a similar yeah. situation. And I was like, what did he say? You know, what's funny is, and the guy, the guy was like, oh, you cut me off. And I said, okay, so I did. I have no other choice. I have to get off the expressway here. And he's like, and I said, and my kid's in the front seat. So what are you trying to prove? And the guy's like, oh, all right, man. Yeah, I, good, I, good point, I guess. Exactly. Good point. My, It's funny because my child remembers this totally different. He's like, remember the time when you lost your mind and you told that guy you were going to like do this and that? I was like, that's not what happened. <laughs> he was so paralyzed in fear because he he's, he's a non-confrontational person. So to him... 
he just shut down completely and heard what he yeah. what he what he was used to me saying yeah. to him. My son's gonna remember the snowball incident as me running up to a car going, What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, like you're the Zach De La Rocha jumping on the guy's car. Dude, I was forced with like a we could not do this fun thing for fear that people aren't fun. You can't build a or, snowman. Or we could just Or whitewash uh, we'll call the old lady out and whitewash her. I could. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I did build a snowman. I was tired of building a snowman. You didn't whitewash anybody? I would like to hear from the public. Am yeah. I am I a dick for throwing snowballs at cars or are people overreacting? I like it. Now, today, the, the roads were icy. So my son was like, I want to do some more. And I go, you know what? The roads are kind of icy. If you alarm somebody by hitting them with a snowball, they might slam on their brakes and it might be a thing. And so he said, yeah, that makes sense. And he get it. And, and my son's going to be a good decision maker now. I hear you. Yeah, damn I, right. One of our uh, one of our listeners posted something on our uh, on the Facebook page, and it was this website. It's called PaintYourLife.com. I don't know if you saw it or not, but if you haven't, anybody who's listening, also. I didn't quite understand. So basically, what it is, if you had a family, it, it's set up like this: if you had a family member that died um, unexpectedly, or and you never had the chance to, you're, you're really longing to have a nice picture with you and that person. You never got to really take one. You would give these artists a picture of you and a picture of them, and they would paint a picture of you and this person together in a pose. And you would have that to cherish and go, I never, you know, unfortunately, I had had a a teenage son that was shot in a drive-by, I think is one of the skits on the video. And then the mom was like, well, I never had a chance to have like a nice formal picture. So this artist drew the mom and the kids standing there together like they were getting a, a glamour shot. How bad, like, how oh, bad of a person am I that I'm like, you had a chance? Like, you had like 14 years or well, 15 years? Or again, uh, I went to a worse place because I said, I don't care about getting a picture with any of my family members. I see them enough. I have enough memories. But I thought you could do something. Now, this is a Dave Ovation, all right? Check this out. Instead of painting a picture with you and your dumb family member, you could go a whole nother way and say, I want a picture with someone there was no chance of me ever meeting. And I thought to myself, what if I got a painting of me and Bob Probert on the ice punching each other in the face? Yeah, yeah. He's wearing a Hawks jersey. I'm wearing a Red Wing sweater. We get it done like that. Me and Kurt Cobain fishing. Dude, me and Daryl Strawberry. I mean, we both have to learn how to fish. Both but- flip, st- sitting uh, and one knee up on the dugout watching the field with our flip up sunglasses on. That's amazing. I'd pay for that. I'd pay top dollar. Yeah. I'd be like one of the members of Swiss Family Robinson, just like involved in that like race where you race ostriches. Me, Ray Liotta, <laughs> Joe Pesci, Bob De Niro, stomping Billy Bats yeah. in Robert's Lounge, dude. I could be they could paint me into that picture. Me, How Lloyd cool would Christmas, be? and Harry Dunn are all in the dog van. <laughs> that is amazing. Dude. And yeah, again, it is. look, these people are taking whatever money. They're not I don't I hope they're not judging you. If that's what you want painted, I mean, it's money's money, right? The only color that matters is green. I've that's said right. this for many years. Green for the money, gold for the honey. Um, I, the the last one I thought about was me and my dad. Miami Vice style. My dad's in heaven. Mm-hmm. I think. St. Peter abiding. Uh, if, if he binds or looses. Me and my dad driving down the street. White Ferrari. No top. Now, my dad has to be Philip Thomas. Yeah. No top. No, no top. No convertible. Time. Okay. My dad has to be Philip Michael Thomas. He's a little darker in complexion than me. Okay. So I'm the Don Johnson. He's Philip Mike. And he's swarthy too. My old man was very swarthy. Uh, so that would be a sweet that, picture. Does that mean he's a pirate? 
No, it means he's like he's like dark and mysterious. You know, he's got the dark hair, dark and handsome, dark mustache. Yeah, okay. I don't have any of those traits. But and the fact that I would be driving the Ferrari, <laughs> which is even better because it's yeah. symbolic. My dad yeah. would never let me drive anything that was cool. He would have to drive. Now, if it was my brother and my dad, my brother could drive the Ferrari. Wouldn't even be. Do you think nobody if, if would think was, twice? Do you think if it was your Ferrari and you came over and like pulled into your dad's driveway, he'd be like? Scoot over so I could drive this thing. Like, the, even if it was the, yours, you think he'd be like, I just don't, I don't feel comfortable with you driving it. You know, my dad, <laughs> my dad did this thing to me where I would never even consider buying something that cool because I'd be like, my dad definitely doesn't think I should be able to, I could handle the muscle. The problem is, is I drove like a mania. I drove a 1986 Dodge Diplomat like it was a, 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 a you know, a NASCAR. My dad rode Harleys. My brother rode Harleys. And uh, at some point, I remember telling my dad, like, oh, I'm thinking about getting a Harley. He's like, no, 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 you're not. He's like, that's my dad had a Corvette. He was and I I was grown. I was a grown man. And he was like, yeah, I I needed to get it pulled out of the driveway. He's like, nah, I saw it. once. It was a beauty. He wouldn't let me pull it out of the garage. Yeah. Well, my brother could come over and take it down the street. I wouldn't let you either. Who's younger than me? Beautiful car, dude. But whatever. So the me and my dad and the Miami Vice, I, I might get that done. I think that's beautiful. But I don't think my dad would want to be in anything that I'm doing. This is how I think about things. This is, um, I guess, what's unique about the way I look at it. It's like I take a, a, a horrible idea or a dumb, boring idea about painting yourself with a long lost loved one that you never got a picture with. It's like, oh, I never met my great great grandfather from Poland. Let me find a picture of him and a picture of me, and I'll put us together, you know, doing a, a dab. Or something. No, yeah. I don't need that. I would have I, me, and, me and Tadahito Aguchi and Scott Pasednik all doing the I'm high five, about. like where you bump hips and then also yes. like your palms. I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah, dude, hell yeah. That's my idea. That's good. The last thing I want to say, I want to get back on this death tip because you brought it up earlier and I did a poll. Um, Air Todd doesn't know about this because he's not on Instagram. So I moved my polls over to our Instagram feed so I don't have to hear from my, oh, my good shoot. friend Todd who judges me for polling people. So I don't do the grum. Um, I don't do the grum much. So add me to the grum. I had a couple of polls, but okay, the first poll was I asked people how many people believe Ben has even seen the movie The Burbs? Uh 44% said they believe you've seen it, and huh. 56% say I don't believe Ben's ever seen it. Uh, and this is relative to the fact that Ben keeps on uh, telling us he's going to review the movie The Burbs, and we just never get around do it, to I'll it. Do it. The follow-up question okay. to that is, if you answered the last question, yes, that ben, that you believe Ben did see The Burbs, do you believe Ben will actually ever review The Burbs? 20% of the people said yes, and 80% said no. So I think a lot of people are starting to think this is a gimmick. And I just say we run out of time because we don't really have a strict schedule. We don't have a producer. And sometimes we just start filibustering and we end up where we end up. So Had you not brought it up so late in this one? Yeah, we're already at the 58-minute mark. And I definitely wanted to make sure we talk about this. The last poll I ran, because myself and my wife had this discussion, when we die, do we go to heaven wearing the clothes we die in or the clothes we are buried in? She said, I thought it was the clothes you're buried in. Her grandfather was buried in a satin Cubs jacket and a bunch of uh, two Cubs pennants or whatever the hell they put in his casket. And I said, well, that doesn't make any sense. Because when you die, you're immediately, you're immediately, right, sucked up into heaven and standing in front of St. Peter Yeah. in what you're wearing. 
So unfortunately for what some people, what if you come back as like a um, like a cow, like a bovine? You wearing your Cubs jersey then? <laughs> well, like, a, like a damn fool. That's a whole nother religion. You don't come, in, in Christianity where there's a heaven. You don't come back as another. Yeah, but you entity. still get buried in other religions. True. We're talking, but strictly Judeo-Christian. No, this is what she said. Oh, well, just the, thought, just the real ones. She she thought. Well, you know, my grandfather's he's up in heaven right now wearing his Cubs jacket. I said, no, he's not. Unfortunately, <laughs> you said yeah, no. Unfortunately, he's not. she's talking about his comforting thoughts of her grandma. Unfortunately, grandpa. he had an untimely heart attack while he was playing poker at a seniors card yeah. game. Whatever he was wearing that day, Sansa belt pants and a yeah. you know an undershirt. I'm not sure what he was wearing. Yeah, David Carradine's in for a world of pain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He was probably wearing a cool gi though. I don't know that he was naked. Yeah. Does he have to walk around with the the thing? Uh, he can do what he wants. Well, no one's going to say anything to him because still in heaven, he can still whip your ass, right? Well, it's just super embarrassing even up there. Point being, wh- what do you think about this? You've heard what the fans say. The fans say... You- I've seen uh, Inside Out by mm-hmm. Pixar. I've seen Soul by Pixar. Well, the- I've seen David and Goliath, the claymation Christian, car- Christian cartoons. Um, I don't think... I think... You're both wrong. I don't think that you're wearing these outfits. I think that you're a celestial being and, and, and possibly they give you a robe. What if the Heaven's you, Gate cult was right? What if you should be wearing Nikes and have change in your pocket? So let's say this. You show up at with whatever you're wearing at the gates in St. Peter, just like a fancy French restaurant. He goes, look, you're in. But you have to have the robe. And you go, well, I, didn't, I don't have a robe. Let me see if we have one in your size. And he, Garçon... He brings the guy over. Oh, you can bring one? We have one for you. Yes, exactly. You can't go in without the rope. The picture I used was the picture of the movie The Heavenly Kid. And if you remember, The Heavenly Kid, another great 80s movie. Of course, I don't remember He that. was doing the uh, the chicken where him and another guy were racing for pinks or chicken or whatever. And he drove over a cliff and he died wearing his leather jacket in the 50s. Oh, And so he went, go, to heaven, he went to heaven in his leather jacket like the Fonz. The Fonz didn't go to heaven. I don't want to start any kind of rumors. But if he did. But if he did. Uh, it surely would have to be something way, way cooler than jumping over sharks because that didn't take him. <laughs> With that being said, your your stance on this is you are given a robe and you no, it doesn't matter what you die in. So the I'm whole saying, idea, of, dude. Imagine you go to heaven and everyone up there is wearing stupid cub stuff. <laughs> you make it there. You're finally like, I did everything right. I played by God's rules, and they still loved you more, Tristan. They say, everyone loved you more. And you get up there, and then <laughs> they're like, oh, um, this guy loved Ernie Banks so much, and he's standing there with his stupid penance. I'd be like, just send me to Hades. Don't you think, though, like, and I'm not talking about her specific grandpa. Oh, if but that's the case, though, bury me in my Pacific jersey. Other people might say, you know, when you realize you're, what your family buried you in, and you're in a casket, so you, you you're not conscious, but you get to heaven and you're wearing all the full Cubs uniform, Bears uniform, whatever it is. Don't you look around and go, I told them I like the Cubs, but I didn't. I didn't love the Cubs. I mean, not to yeah. this level. I'm wearing. Yeah. You know what I meant was, of all the baseball teams, they're the one I like the most. I didn't mean I want to wear this clown suit forever. Yes. I'd be well, pissed. Well, think about this too. A lot of people go like, hey, um, it's just more cost effective. I can't see burying grandpa in his suit jacket and suit pants. It's a waste of a nice suit. So we're going to give him the suit jacket. We're going to leave him pantsless because they close the casket mid-waist. Yeah. Now you're in heaven with a suit jacket, 
a dry shirt, some stirrups, That's true. no pants. That's true. Yeah, you got or or sometimes they just put like cheap like gym shorts on you. <laughs> yeah, right. But then you're wearing like uh, you got some old gym shorts what's you, a good you used suit? for house painting. There's splotches all over them. But you're <laughs> yeah. wearing a Pierre Cardin. Yeah, suit. I, li- I like to think if the streets are paved with gold, um, somebody can come off with the price of like a normal. Outfit. Or is there a gift shop? Where you can go in and just say, "Hey, you know, you got some rock T-shirts you could choose from, but we only have Hanson." It's you know, a bunch a of heaven license plates, and you just can't find Benjamin on there. Yeah, exactly. It's like Bjorgen. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Got, it, Blake, Brendan. I think what? Benjamin's a good a good biblical name, though, is it not? It would, You're dude, probably it, safe. Dude, it would be up there. It'd You're probably there. safe. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I guess that's what we're gonna go with. I still say. Whatever you're wearing, unfortunately, at least until you get to the gates. And if you're wearing, a, you know, I don't know, if you're wearing something that uh, that St. Peter doesn't like, I mean, that could potentially harm you. So make sure every day you go out wearing a bracelet. That, He's like, know, dude, I've been throwing people Peter out do? all day. Uh, your shorts make this a real easy call. Dude, anybody, any dudes who are wearing kilts, you can't come in. And it's not, it's just because kilts aren't cool. I don't dude. care what, you could not make them, I don't, again, if you are not from Ireland or Scotland, you're an American guy. You can't wear, you can't go all, but yeah, but I'm Irish. My family, you're not. You can't wear a kilt, dude. Get out of here with that. Even if you are, like, that's cool that your ancestors did it, but maybe you should chill out. Unless you're tossing capers on a weekly basis, I don't want to see it. If you're Magnus for Magnuson or somebody like that, I can't tell you what you do, what you you can do, but imagine the interesting way people go and what they're stuck wearing in my philosophy. So if I got to watch Hey My Classics, should you have to watch cheesy BS 90s movies that I watched? Dude, we're turning this on its ear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I watched so many bad movies in the 90s that would just make, like, and that I know would bother you. I'm just going to get out in front of this. I've only seen the first five minutes of Meet Joe Black, and it was pretty great. Well, that might Dude, be he gets hit by a car and does like a 360 flip. I watched it 500 times in a row. That part is so good. <laughs> it is. It's so and I, good. I felt like the movie was going to get better from there, and I just never revisited. I was just like, I got stuck on that part. There was, was a like, there was a period where I just referred to Brad Pitt's movies as what his hairstyle was. I was like, oh, he's got the high golden hair in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the slick back dark hair in this one. This, he's bald in this one. This might be the teaser and the birth of a new bit where Dave watches movies. You watch bad movies that I've seen. Wow. I, I'm telling you to watch good movies. Legends of the Fall is a great movie. Well, these are, again, these are movies that I believe were good at the time. So, I in The to- Office, they asked one of the chicks that, that fire episode where they were all in the parking mm-hmm. lot. They were like, your top five movies. Some one Somebody said Legends of the Fall, like, I don't know, like, Katie. Uh, the Redhead. It was, it's what's her name? That was Jim's girlfriend for the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel, um, no, she's Rachel, a super hot chick. Amy Adams. Yes. She said Legends of the Fall. Me and her are both. Yes. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> if I go to a, a tropical island, I'm bringing a DVD player in Legends of the Fall with me. <laughs> All right. That is episode 276 of the Heyman Man podcast. We will see you next time. Later. Later.